Yo, what's up? I'm Ant, and I'm joined by my friend. Introduce yourself, sir. I'm Christian. Uh, here today, talk about Monday Night Raw. Let's get it. Is this episode five for you, sir? It is. It is. Episode five. This is episode like fucking 100, more than 100. Do you have like almost 300? I have to almost say, 300. I, don't any. I was just bragging today that the Uncensored Processing Podcast is in the top five most shared podcasts globally. Hell yeah. That's insane. That's that is a pretty insane. big deal. That is really Hold big up deal. little podcast here. Uh, so fuck everybody. Do what you got to do. Um, so yeah, we are the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your current WWE pay-per-view champion and the greatest WWE pay-per-view champion of all time. There have been many before me, a couple maybe after me, but I will always be the most dominant and the best pay-per-view champion of all time and christian you'll have a shot at this at the royal rumble but until then you can just be excited to acknowledge your wwe Ooh, everyone will be acknowledging me yeah you're gonna be acknowledging me after the royal rumble Yeah, they'll be acknowledging you as the person who lost the pay-per-view predictions and uh we'll see yeah so we'll see uh but anyways that's exciting that's coming up so Yes, I can't believe we're already at Royal Rumble season. It seems like yeah, Royal Rumble is my favorite pay per view of the year. I know WrestleMania is up there for me, obviously, but Royal Rumble to me is more important than than WrestleMania, just because Royal Rumble is what starts the build to WrestleMania. So, I'm I'm very excited. It's my, Royal Rumble is my mm-hmm. favorite time of the year. It's the big surprise entrances. It's all the you know. But again, we talked about this on the last. I don't know if it was the last episode or maybe the SmackDown. Yeah, I think it was the last episode. How they just sort of announced everybody last year, and we kind of like the I surprise know. better. So I didn't need a surprise. Like like I said, if they would have kept Mickey James coming in as a surprise, she would have got an insane pop. By the way, this is just a little quick intro. We're covering Raw tonight from December fifth, twenty twenty two. But there's a lot of wrestling happening this weekend, right? We got Ring of Honor Final Battle Saturday at four p.m. Right. Uh, NXT deadline is that Saturday too, or is that Sunday? Uh, that I be believe Saturday. that's Saturday. Wow! So that's just a uh, clusterfuck of wrestling. A lot of fun. I don't know anything much about deadline. Um, just some of the matches, I guess. But other than that, and then we got uh, still got you know regular uh Friday Night SmackDown uh followed by Rampage. Um, so yeah. Good. A lot of stuff it's happening. A good, it's a good. I know. It's and uh, NXT deadline should be should be good. I mean, the new day. They just added the new day. Maybe to. I think I don't think they're gonna win. They're just there to put the other team over. But I don't. I don't know. I'll watch it. Um, I I might watch final battle. Um, it's kind of interesting that you know they they're doing final battle the same day as NXT because it's kind of like you know Ring of Honor is like the B show of AEW mm, because yeah, like Tony it. Khan owns ring of honor and then NXT is like the B show of WWE. Cause like Shawn Michaels is running it. So like it, the AEW definitely did that on purpose or whatever, but Hey man, it's a good week for wrestling fans. Mm. I'm a wrestling fan. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm more excited for final battle though. The double dog collar. Match. Yeah. So am I. I'm excited. You know. I was announced yesterday. I'm excited to see if Claudio uh, beats Jericho. I'm hoping Claudio beats Jericho. Uh, shout out William Regal. He's he's done. Yesterday was his last appearance on AEW. Yep, I saw that. So interesting. Uh, a lot's happening, man. A lot is happening, man. Uh, CM Punk. Well, there was talks about 
CM Punk uh going to like he wants when he gets out of his contract he can't appear on TV for a year. Mm-hmm. So like if he does go to WWE, which is like the same thing that's going on with William Regal, which I think it's bullshit mm-hmm. on Tony Khan's behalf that he's you know has that in the contract. Um, it, it it's not fair you know to not be able to you you have to miss a whole year of you know TV time because you want to go to another company and you're just doing what's best for you and uh, I I don't know I think it's bullshit but uh it, it's whatever um I feel like WWE is you know gonna take over I feel like a lot of people in AEW once their contracts do go up with the accession of like John Moxley and Jericho cuz they just resigned. I feel like a lot of these guys will go to WWE or a lot of the ex WWE people that are in AEW, I think they will go back to WWE. Go back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Too. Once their contracts up or at least talk about it, at least think about it now that Hunter's uh Triple H is back. So, and it's it, it's just, it's a really good time to be a wrestling fan right now. It's very very interesting. It's like never before. Um so I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too, sir. Well, still excited because we're going to take our first break of the night. When you come back, we're going to be covering all things Monday Night Raw from December 5th with the Usos opening the show. Stay tuned. We will be right back. What's up? We are back. I'm Ant. I'm joined by uh, the Dragon. Introduce yourself, sir. I'm Christian. I'm Christian. Let's get it. Monday Night Raw, baby. Monday Night Raw from February, or, I'm sorry, December 5th, 2022 uh, in Washington, D.C., our city capital. What kind of conspiracy shenanigans are going to happen here? We're going to be having sex on the on the uh, Capitol wing. We're not Capitol wing. Where is it? The Oval Office. That's where the people have sex. Well, we start the show, and uh, we see the bloodline come out to the ring, and we see footage of the bloodline arriving backstage. Matt Riddle slides by on his scooter, and Solo Sokoa attacks Elias, and the bloodline attack Elias and toss him into pipes outside. So obviously Elias is hurt. And the Usos pretty much said you came to see the bloodline compete to after the attack. Wait, what? You came to see the bloodline compete. Okay, he says so they can't really compete after the attack that they gave the Usos. Or I'm sorry, that they gave Riddle and Elias. Well, more so Elias. We can look forward to defending the titles. Um the other twos, we other ones. Riddle comes out and Riddle says that wasn't cool taking out my partner. It's not very oozy of you and, you know, of you guys to run from a challenge. Sammy says, I'm a certified oozologist and I'll tell you what is or isn't oozy. Soul destroying Elias is oozy and the Usos being the longest reigning tag team champions in history. That is oozy. That is oozy. So unless you want to suffer some the same fate as your partner, you should go home. Riddle's like, well, I found a tag partner, and this guy, me and this guy don't get along much, but we both hate the bloodline, and that's when Kevin Owens comes out. I was excited. He's like my uh, cousin from Canada or something, so I was happy to see him. So now we have the Undisputed Tag Champions, the Usos, with Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa defending against Matt Riddle, 
and Kevin Owens. Here are some quick notes on this match. Kevin nails a cannonball in the corner to Jimmy and gets a two count. The Usos nail a double flapjack, flapjack, blah, 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 to Matt Riddle and gets a two count. Uh, Jay nails a big neck breaker to Riddle and gets a two. Solo gets in Kevin Owens' face and Riddle dives onto Solo outside. But the Usos get the win after a 1D to Riddle. Um, and after the match, the Usos attack. Riddle until Kevin Owens chases the bloodline to the back with a steel chair. However, while that happens, Solo attacks Riddle and nails a Samoan spike to the throat of Riddle, then nails a running hip attack, and then Solo grabs a chair, puts it around Riddle's neck, and then runs a running hip attack in the corner to Riddle. So we then see Riddle stretchered out. So it seems like there's more action after the match. Than there was uh right. so what are your thoughts on the match? And I was happy to see Solo do the Samoan spike for Umaga, but what are your thoughts? Hell yeah. Um so Matt Riddle getting Kevin Owens is a much bigger upgrade than Elias. Obviously, uh KO is a much bigger and better start uh compared to Elias, Ezekiel, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Um Owens and Riddle, I don't really think we've seen them tag team before so it was it was definitely uh different and unique to see them tag team but i thought it was a, a very good match you know the usos you know they're always shining they always get a lot of time to you know to show what how good they are um riddle you know he's always fun to watch um you know if i don't know why they're handing out so many like tag team championships to especially when like they're giving it to uh like teams that aren't teams, like I would I like, to see, yeah, like I would like to see like Street Profits or like a t- actual team who hasn't had a shot in a long time actually get a shot for the titles. Um, but you know we're they're defending it this Friday night on SmackDown against Sheamus and Butch. So I, I had a feeling the match was you know not going to end in the favor of Riddle and Owens. Um, every time the Usos, like I mentioned, every time they're on TV, they always uh put on very very good matches. Um, you know, it it was a good match. Uh, Solo doing the tribute to Umaga was was very cool of him. Uh, it was one day after his death anniversary, so I I definitely want to see Solo, you know, be more by its by himself. Um, he keeps continuing to get booked like like a destroyer, um, but hasn't really had matches. So I I would really like to see him uh go by himself, but. Overall, this is a good match, good segment to start, and uh, I was very happy when I saw uh, Solo do the Samoa Spike for Umaga because I was a very, as much as he scared me back in the day, because I, I was like kind of a kid, I, I was a good, uh, huge fan of Umaga. So, good Umaga, match. the Samoan bulldozer, the beast, was, man. I didn't like how they changed his gimmick after, like, he kind of like, you know, they changed his theme song kind of like before he left the WWE, before he passed away. He. He uh they got they changed they kind of started to change his gimmick a little bit, but he was very very good. I very enjoyed watching Umaga. Yeah, he had a great uh, match at the Royal Rumble with Cena, and uh, oh, yeah, and he had a, seven. He had a really good feud with Cena. He had a really good match with uh, Batista at Mania. He had a yep. good match with Lashley at Mania. So he's had some good big. He's had some big man, WrestleMania matches and looked pretty good. Uh, they didn't win any of them, but he lost both of them, but. He still looked good in him. So, yeah. speaking of looking good, I agree. So, I was happy to see the Usos get the win. Uh, you did mention Butch and 
Sheamus gets to, or I'm sorry, Butch and is it? Yeah, Butch and Sheamus, right? Butch and Sheamus, yeah. You have taken on the Usos for this WWE tag titles. That's happening this Friday on SmackDown. But moving on, the Judgment Day are backstage. And Rhea Ripley just says, those ladies are not Rhea Bloody Ripley. When I move on to Bel Air, the whole women's locker room will be calling me Mommy. And she whispers to Dominic. And I bet Christian would like to call Rhea Mommy at some point. I love her, man. She's she's dominant. And I think once she gets that belt around her waist, man, it's going to be awesome. Especially, and I, I definitely think, you know, it, it would be cool also for them to give Rhea the belt because it when was the last time we had like a a heel women's champion becky was the champion before i guess but she's more baby face than he ronda right now fuck ronda rousey <laughs> yeah, i'm trying to forget ronda her rousey. i know fuck ronda rousey i know well we then move on to jbl's poker invitational to be honest dude i i watched a little bit of this we see dexter loomis show Stupid. up with Johnny Gargano, they have money. JBL's all excited. He's like, welcome, let's get the party started. We'll move on because we see more of this later on the night. Yeah, this is stupid. We then get our first triple threat matches of the night. The winner of this match will take on the winner of the main event next week on Raw to find out Bianca Belair's challenger for the Raw Women's title. And it, before, well, Bailey walks out to the ring and Becky Lynch comes out, but she's in the crowd. And Becky says, hey, Bailey, I was in the merchandise stands thinking of how fun last week was did you know it's been three years since we faced one another she says i don't think we scratched the surface of what we can do you have a company on your back in the thunderdome era i came back and you were gone you came back and i was gone and Bailey's like you don't need to tell us our history stop reminiscing about the past think about what we you think you could do what you want when you're here, the spotlight is all about you. I care about the WWE, and all you care about is yourself. I'm looking out for the future. You just see yourself. You have people. People have no respect for what I'm trying to do for this place. Then Becky says, "Well, do you say that damage control has been successful? But I see two champions and one loser. And I've been saying this for months at this point now. The fact that Bailey keeps losing." Um, Becky says, but I hope you win your match tonight, and finally you can make more history if you're woman enough to face the man. And then this is when my juices got a little flowing and not in that sexual way, Christian. I'm not a stop being a perv. Um Leah Ripley comes out and uh just stares down Becky Lynch. And this this was a really, really, in my opinion, good steer down because you know, Rhea goes to leave and then she just walks right back. Like it, Becky was not intimidated at all. You can see Becky was right. Smiling. And Becky was smiling because she knows this is gonna be big money. This is gonna be good. I was like, so all right, let's sort of like unpack the things here. What do you think about Becky? Like, do you agree with her about Bailey being a loser? Or do you think Bailey Um no, not necessarily because she held that SmackDown women's title for so so long. And she was so she her character is so good. She she gets a crowd reaction every single time. The crowd is fully invested to her. Um, I definitely think she's the uh, the best heel in the female business. And the I'm sorry, let me re take 
Let me take that back. She is definitely the best female heel in the WWE, in the Raw Women's Division. Um, so I, I, I would like to see you know Bailey actually get a championship opportunity, but I'm before that I, I do want to see Bailey and Lynch have some type of feud because you know they, they were good friends back in the day for Horsewomen. Um. They're really both good at their roles. They both get strong reactions from the crowds. So when they have a chance to get their match, I I truly think it will live up to the hype. Uh, as of Rhea Ripley and Becky, that was really interesting to see because I don't really know what Rhea Ripley has much to do with all of this because she's doing her thing with the Judgment Day right now and she's kind of with Dominic Mysterio and they're having their feud with Ray or whatever they're doing or the OC. So. It, it's definitely interesting to see Rhea come out, and uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with this. But Rhea and Becky would be awesome. Bailey and Becky would be awesome. So whatever they do with this, it, it, it's gonna be good. But I, I do agree with you. Uh, they should have Bailey, you know, win more because she, she, she is better. What you know, the crowd makes her seem. And I last week she came on and was saying, "You guys don't respect me. Respect me." And and. As much as I don't like Bailey too much, I have to agree with her. I I just do. She she's such a good, she's good at what she does. She she gets something and she does the best with it. So, I don't know. I I like Bailey. I do too. I was happy. I went hard when she won her title because I think I was there when she won her first SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh wow. Uh, but let's talk about the match between. So the match is Bailey. She versus, finally she won it, and I was just talking about. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but no, she did. Bailey taking on Rhea Ripley and Oscar in a very competitive, very good match. Just some quick notes: Oscar and Rhea send, um, uh, Bailey shoulder. For, I'm sorry, Oscar and Bailey send Rhea Ripley shoulder first into the ring post. Um, Bailey says Oscar into the railing, and Rhea with nails a jumping clothesline to Bailey. Oscar nails a code breaker to Rhea and gets a two. Oscar kicks both women and applies an ankle lock to Bailey. However, Rhea headbutts Bailey and Oscar Germans Bailey. A lot of action going on here. Rhea tells Bailey she can't boss her around like damage control. The two fight in the ring. Asuka comes and nails a flying double code breaker on both women. Uh, however, that doesn't get it. The win for her. Bailey nails a Bailey to belly to Asuka. Rhea breaks it up. Uh, Rhea drops Asuka face first and gets a two count. Rhea then goes for a cannonball to Bailey outside, but misses. And Asuka kicks Bailey, misses a drop kick. And Bailey lands a rose plant. After the match, Rhea attacks Asuka and nails a riptide. So we kind of just went over Bailey, so we can't really talk much about this. But I was interested to see Rhea attack Asuka after the match. Uh, sort of no reason, in my opinion. But right, it was just uh, a cheap shot. Yeah, uh, she, she was just upset. Um, you know, the, I thought it was a good match, uh, though. You know, the crowd, the crowd wasn't into it as much as usual. I, I don't know why I was very much into it. Me too. Um, but, you know, I'm happy Bailey got the win. I, I like her a lot, like I just mentioned. Um I I, I don't I don't know what else to say because I kinda just talked a lot about <laughs> yeah. Bailey. So we I don't want to I don't want to keep talking about Bailey. Uh the only thing I want to say is that was a cheap shot. Uh I don't know why, you know. It was random. Maybe they'll have like a feud for a little bit and then they'll I don't know. All they're right. all having kind of like individual feuds, but then they're teaming up together. It, it's all kind of weird. It's I weird. feel like the whole Raw Women's Division is kind of like doing 
they're all involved in like the same storyline. Yeah. Literally, even their champion. So like I, I don't know. This is very weird to me. They need to do something with this because we can't have the entire raw women's division, let alone your champion, all involved in the same storyline. And the worst thing is Bianca Belair really doesn't do much because she really doesn't defend her title. And when she does defend her title, who who does she really defend it against? Her last real opponent was Becky and she got hurt. Yep. I feel you, man. She fought so many to villain. That was terrible. Um, speaking of someone who doesn't do terrible matches, though, Seth freaking Rollins comes out. I hate that they call him freaking at this point, but it's okay. And uh, he pretty much calls out Bobby Lashley. And Lashley comes out and Seth says, you haven't been the same since you lost to Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel. He Seth says, are you scared of Brock? Um. <laughs> Lashley says, you're trying to rattle me again. Seth says, if you're not afraid of Brock, maybe you're jealous of him because he had the career you wish you had. That's when Lashley grabs Seth Rollins and Lashley says, this is about you and me. And Seth says, this title won't fill the void that you know you can't beat Brock Lesnar. If you don't get your temper right, beating you will be easier than before. And that's when Lashley punches Seth. The two brawl outside. Referees separate the two, and Lashley accidentally spears P. Williams, who is an agent for WWE or producer, whatever you want to call it. And they're sort of building for this number one contenders match next week on Raw. Uh, what do you think, Di? I have a feeling we're gonna see Lashley versus Lesnar at, at Mania, which I'm I'm okay to see. But the, the this is true. It looks like Lesnar is Lashley's kryptonite, and he gets mad every time he's mentioned. Uh, what do you think about this promo? Um, the story between Rollins and Lashley, you know, it. I I like it. Um, I like I I I keep saying this with you know a lot of these like storylines, and I, the reason I keep saying it is because you know we are entering a new year. We are entering the War or Rumble, but. I'm going to say it again. I hope they do something with this. I'm very interested in what they see. I I don't think the United States Championship should be involved. Um, because it, it, the storyline doesn't really need the United States Championship. I, I, I like Theory having the United States Championship. Because, um, you know, it's rebuilding his character. And I personally do think Theory will be... He will be the next big thing. I know no one really wants to hear that. Um, I but you. I but, like theory. But the the storyline's good, man. Rollins, he's kind of had uh, you know, some storylines that kind of been like iffy. Uh, you know, for example, the Matt Riddle one didn't really make sense to me because it was kind of short and like they kind of had like one match over it. Um, but like ever since the Cody, uh, storyline, I feel like Rollins hasn't been like used very well. Regardless of him being in the United States Championship, I still don't think he was very, very booked well. So I, I, do I'm ex- think, I, I like this, what they're doing with him and Lashley. And I think we'll make this be uh, one of our uh, our categories for um, uh, the Slammies, our Slammy Award, which we'll talk more about in our next uh, episode. Um, I think, in my opinion, when it comes to pay-per-view matches, Seth Rollins has been Mr. Pay-Per-View this year. Absolutely. But I do agree with you. The storylines, but the matches, though, you all, we all, well, you know, we all 
I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. I went hard with. So yeah, but oh yeah, he I had, agree he's with had you, man. some really good matches, and even the matches he lost, they were outstanding. A hundred percent. Well, speaking of outstanding, I like to segue into things, sir. If you notice, uh, our our actual United States champion Austin Theory is backstage, and Mustafa Ali shows up, and Theory tells Ali to quit while he's ahead. Ali says, "Unlike you, I actually had to earn title shots." And Theory says, "Let's do it tonight." But after this, I don't want to see or hear from your sorry ass again. So Ali just loses. His opportunity in the World Cup, and now is going to take on Austin Theory. I don't like Ali. Um, I I don't like Ali. I liked him when he was in Two Five Live when he had his whole like laser like mask gimmick. I don't like yeah. Ali. Um, they did this match without no build up. Um, the promo the promo was done good, but they did it with no build up. Uh, and then I I just don't like Ali. That's all I got to say about the promo. I agree. Um. We then see another shot of the Poker Invitational, which, again, I didn't really pay much attention to. I know that there's shenanigans, obviously, going right. on. No, this poker game was just a way to set matches for random opponents like Mysterio and Tazawa. Um, so it was stupid, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're totally fine. That helped because I was having a coughing fit. So I <laughs> um, Yeah. I don't get why they did this, but it happened. We then get our U.S. title match, the champion Austin Theory defending against Mustafa Ali. Ali has a hurricane run and dives to the outside. Theory launches Ali into the post and railing. Ali nails a tornado DDT and gets a two. Theory ties Ali up in the corner and kicks away at him. However, Dolph Ziggler runs into the ring and attacks Theory. After the match, Ali yells at Ziggler until... Theory attacks both men, and Theory nails an A-town down on Ziggler. You um, know, if what was the they're, point? If they're, listen, if they're building Ziggler versus Theory for the United States Championship, I'm so fucking with that. Ziggler no, I am too. So good. Ziggler, he has been, Ziggler's been, in, I don't think people like realized, like Dolph Ziggler's really been in the WWE for mm. so long. Everything they ask him to do, nails it. Nails it. He's so good on the mic. He knows the business very well. I'm yep. happy to see Dolph Ziggler back. The match was good and took disqualification finish. Um, rest, uh, You know, Ziggler has wrestled theory in the past. So, you know, there is history. But like I said, man, Ziggler... This is this is Ziggler's time, and I I hope I hope he doesn't just you know kind of do what he did with this NXT run, kind of like win a championship, you know, have it for a couple weeks, lose it, disappear again, come back again. I feel like he just keeps coming and disappearing, coming and disappearing. Like, I just hope they don't do a triple threat match where it's like all no, right, Ali, stupid. You know. They don't need him involved in this. Well, not even him, but like they're gonna have. Rollins versus Lashley, and then the winner is going to take on Theory. Right. And they right. might do. You know, it's just like, but I also just feel like with this situation, Ziggler should have gotten the upper hand. You know, he just comes back and he gets attacked after he attacked Theory. Like, it just didn't make sense. But Theory is the champion. He has this more aggressive side. I am a big fan of Ziggler, so uh, I am oh, glad yeah, to see him too. get involved. Um, all right, we see the Miz backstage talking to JBL, and JBL tells the Miz that you know he hasn't paid off his debts. Everyone, you know, has to pay to get in. 
But then I see Dexter Loomis stealing money in the poker game. I'm just going to skip over this because really nothing to say about it. Uh, but then I see Roman the champion Bianca Belair backstage. And Belair says Bailey was impressive and she stays ready. So she doesn't have to get ready. Good for her. Um, another match happens. The OC has Mia Yim. And they're taking on Baron Corbin and the Alpha Academy with JBL. And Christian, I did not watch this. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just didn't really care. Um, but the OC get the win after Gallows and Harrison land a magic killer. Um, I, I guess good just to see all these guys compete. Really nothing more. I was just going to say it was a competitive match. Um, you know, with all really... All six guys getting plenty of, you know, we don't really see, well, we see these guys get plenty of time every week, but, you know, we don't really see, like, the OC go against, like, Gable or, like, whatever. So, it, it was it was cool to see. The match was, I thought it was very boring. I don't, I don't care. I, 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 I'm the same yeah. thing as you. I, I didn't care. Um, It's not a surprise Gable took the pin because he's, he's shorty G. He's the smallest guy on the team. Um, Maybe, you know, Aunt Gallows and Anderson winning was like giving them momentum as a tag team but uh i would like to see them enter the tag team division um they can still be the oc you know they can still you know be a be a, a click but uh i definitely would like to see you know the oc kind of compete in the tag team division a little more you know mia yim you know she she's back now um we know what she can do so i would like to yeah. see her back in singles action and same thing with aj styles man um AJ Styles is a hell of a performer, and uh, excuse me, I think he could have some really, really good feuds with, you know, I thought he, him and Finn Balor could have had a better feud, but, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I, there's really not too much to say about this match because I wasn't personally interested in, just like you said, but yeah. I'm hoping the OC that makes like a, a tag team division run or something like that. I agree. I like to see the OC involved in tactile shot. They haven't really done much since they've come back, and that's not their fault. So right. I like to see that uh, happen. Um, yeah, again, not much for me. Baron Corbin really do it. No offense to him, I just don't really. No, really I don't. I don't him. like him at all, and I'm not a fan of Baron Corbin. Not even just because he's a heel, just because he he doesn't he doesn't. I okay. I'm not gonna lie. Some of his promos are like they're good. Like when he has promos, but like he 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 doesn't interest. He doesn't interest me. He's boring. He's boring, and I, the only reason I'm watching is. Because I'm, I really like JBL. I was a huge JB film, JBL fan back a wrestling in '06. Oh, JBL I, is my moniker. That's why I go by. Dude, I tried to say hi to him that. when I went to Monday Night Raw because he like, and he just like, he told me like shut up or something. That's awesome. I was like, okay, like I love you. I just I literally said JBL, I love you. You're my favorite. And he was like, shut up. I was like, okay. There you go. Well, that's awesome. That's perfect. You got told shut up by JBL. That's no, I'm awesome. Not I'm not complaining. That's what I'm saying. Think about it. Think about how many times you made fun of people and you're someone that he just totally made fun of. Rhea Ripley, some guy was like, I'm your poppy. And then Rhea Ripley was like, no, you're not. Yeah. She no, you're not. Rhea Ripley's. She's so well, hot, man. Alexa Bliss is backstage and uh, we see the Bray Wyatt logo go off and Lily is with her and I'm like, damn, we're doing this Lily thing again. Right. But nah, that's all there is with that. Uh, with SD Candice LeRae, it's been a really strange raw with like the randomness of just the. I I know. 
Like just backstage, backstage, backstage. Like, can we fucking get to the action? That's what she said. Um, so Cancellor Ray is backstage, you know, getting interviewed, and Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis show up shows up, and um, they talk about spending all of the money that Loomis got from the Miz. Uh I'm sure we could talk about this next match with the amount of time that we have before we go to our last break. Akira Tozawa taking on Dominic Mysterio with Judgment Day members backstage. Dominic nails the three amigos. Uh, Tozawa lands a shining wizard and gets a two. Uh, Tozawa misses a flying senton and Dominic lands a frog splash and gets a three count. Afterwards, Judgment Day goes on to attack Tozawa until the Street Profits run out. And Judgment Day leave the ring. So, uh, yeah, I guess good outing for Dominic. And the Street Profits are now getting involved in the Judgment Day's business. Right. What do you think? Um, Nothing to say here. This is just a match to put Dominic Mysterio over. They don't give him singles matches very often at all. And Tozawa is a guy that Dominic Kinsir obviously can beat. Also, Tozawa is a guy that doesn't appear on TV. So this is just a simple match to put Dominic Mysterio over ahead in the singles uh, division. Like I said, he doesn't compete very much, so this is just kind of a way to put him put him over. And uh, that's, there's nothing to say. I thought the match was stupid and boring, and I didn't watch yeah. it. I saw very it on strange. YouTube the next day. Well, I took a piss when the, I I was actually taking a piss when this match was going on, so I didn't watch it. Oh, well, ladies, think about that. Christian taking a piss, fun. Um, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to tell you to come back because we are going to be taking our last commercial break and we have our triple threat main event. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Bye, y'all. We're killing the game. Killing the game with Christian. We're back live. Hi. I'm from the Wrestling Podcast. What's up, Christian? How are you doing, Anthony, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're killing the game like always, you know. Top five percent globally shared on Spotify, killing the game. So I, I I'm pretty fucking good. Five. Well, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm doing good because you're doing good. Um, so we're at our main event, the triple threat match. Winner takes on Bailey next week. Alexa Bliss taking on Nikki Cross and the man Becky Lynch, my lady. Uh, oh, that's my Nikki lady. Too. We might have to, hey man, we might have to fight for that championship for Becky Lynch because she's my lady. Well, I mean, listen, how about we? Can we share her? Like, if that's cool with Seth Rollins and shit. Let's do it. Like, as long as like you know, like like we don't care. Like, listen, I don't think you're nasty. As long as we are careful, I'm down. With as long as Seth. As long as Seth Rollins isn't current Fuck stuff. Seth. I'll take on Seth. He won't challenge me. For Shout out Becky Lynch, man. She's awesome. I really, really like her. I really her. like Becky. Not no, I really, no, no really. She's awesome. She's such She's a awesome. good freaking worker. Um, So Becky nails the jumping kicks in the corner to both women and nails a Beck's bloater to cross. Nikki slams Becky's head into the apron and into the steps. Nikki na- lands a neck breaker to Bliss outside. Becky with a flying leg drop to cross and gets a two count. Uh, Alexa Bliss nails a cannonball to both women outside of the <laughs> ring. Nikki nails a flying cross body. However, Alexa stops it from happening. And uh, Nikki nails a bulldog. And this is cool. Nikki cross buys Bliss onto the apron. And then uh, Cross has Bliss set up on the ropes. But Becky lands a double flying leg drop and gets a two count on Bliss. Becky lands a manhandle slam to cross on the apron. 
That's when Io Sky and Dakota Kai come out, attack Becky, run her into the ring apron, and powerbomb the man through a table. And Alexa Bliss lands a twisted bliss to cross. Three count next week. Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. Winner takes on Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair. Uh with some help though of damage control, you can't, you know, say that Bailey, I'm sorry, that Becky, you know, kind of stood a chance after right. that powerbomb through the table. So what do you think about Alexa Bliss winning and uh the match? So I kind of had a feeling Alexa Bliss was going to win the match. Just because if you notice uh last week, you know, she with her promo with Bianca, Asuka, and uh her, you know, she was really looking at that title. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I apologize. But she was really looking at that title, like, if, as you saw. Um, But the match was, you know, it was a long main event match. Um, I don't think the crowd was into it. Maybe they were tired. Maybe they just weren't into it. I don't know. I, I thought it was a good match. Um, You know, I thought they would care more about the match if, like, Lynch, Becky Lynch was in it. Um, Because, you know, everyone wants to see her fight Bailey. So... Yep. Not if she was in it, but like if she won the match, like I feel like because everyone I want to see her fight Bailey. I, I don't know about anyone else, um, but it makes more sense for Alexa to win in the storyline. Um, you know, I get why they did it because, you know, Bailey's group costing win a Lynch. So that should lead Lynch to seeking revenge. So that I can understand um, going into the match. I thought it was, you know, I thought Lynch was going to win. I, I, I really did, but I guess this is, you know, just to build a rivalry with uh Bailey. Uh somehow, you know, Dakota Kai and Eosky always get involved. It, it, it's kind of annoying. Bliss just capitalized on the situation and, and just won the match. But uh I, I, I kinda saw it coming because like like I said last week, just Bliss looking at the title kinda kinda gave it out. Um I, I, I don't you know, Alexa Bliss has always been a, a good champion. You know, she she's been champion I think six times. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's she's been champion so many times, and uh, I think Bliss will win the championship. You know, I I think uh, well, I think Alexa Bliss is going to uh beat Bailey in the number one contenders match. I think Lynch will interfere with that somehow, just because Damage Control interfered with Becky. Um. And I, I I I think Bliss takes it all. I think she beats Bel Air, and I I'm excited for it. I hope it happens because like Bl- Bliss I is agree. a really good champion. I just hope they don't do a whole character change on her again and make her go back to like that weird character. Because if she's champion with that character, I no no, no that's not it. I she needs I to go miss heal. the goddess man. Yes yes I miss the title on the back. I miss the guy. Go- yes. Let me do it. Let me see if I can do it. Do it. Because I don't know, yeah, because it doesn't. She's so good when she does it. Well, she has an opportunity. I I think she'll go heal though. I I I think she'll go back to that. I really do. I hope so. Because I think she will, dude. I mean, don't forget, we keep seeing this whole Bray Wyatt thing. So I I I I don't know. I I I hope. I hope. We gotta pray. Not. I know. I know. Well, listen. Well, it was a good match, man. It, it was a good main event. Um, you know, it, it could have been better. Too many interferes. I thought Lynch, Lynch should have got the match, but Bliss getting the match is okay. And uh, overall, decent, decent Monday Night Raw. I'm excited to see what's next. So, 
tell me the dragon what uh what is uh what was your mvp you know moment of the night and shit like that my mvp was alexa bliss just because she wins the main event and has a number one contender uh shot but i'm gonna give the tie to bailey too just because she you know she she got to win the night and uh she she had a good promo with becky so i'm gonna give it to the tie between alexa and bailey And I thought the the overall show I would give it a eight out of ten. Uh, too much random things. Uh, that yeah. that'd be my only complaint. For example, the whole JPL poker thing. Um, you know, a lot of it was good quality matches. Um, the winners for next week it, it's gonna be good. It builds up a good Monday Night Raw for next week. Um, you know, I one more thing I I liked uh seeing Solo again play pay tribute to his uncle Umaga. Um, so I, I hope he does that on the regular and, uh, I'm excited for Monday night raw, man. Next yeah, week. man, dude, I agree. Like I, that whole Samoan spike was cool. Alexa bliss getting a title opportunity is cool. They will, I mean, you know, getting an opportunity to get a title opportunity. Right. Um, Bailey also getting that chance as well. Um, yeah, you know, the man, you know, what's to come with her and Rhea, that whole little face-to-face is really cool. That was the moment of the night for me, honestly, because I was just still like... No, oh, absolutely. That, um, that was, that, that'd be second for me. My moment of the night was, I would say, I'm going to say KO and Riddle just teaming up because, I again, I, I would never thought I'd see that. You know, that's really unusual. And, you know, ever since Randy Orton's been uh, hurt, you know, Riddle's just kind of been teaming with uh, random opponents, and it's fine, but... Like he had Bobby Lashley, he had who's his last one? Uh, Bobby Lashley, Elias, and yep. now KO. So I mean, it's good, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. All my happens. friends are stoned, and so am I. You know that song? Yes. There you go. All right. Well, I wish I was like that right now, and I will be pretty soon, and I'm sure you will too, Christian. We'll see. I hope so. It won't be a good night unless you are right. Uh. I, before I go to bed, because I probably won't sleep, so, if I don't. <laughs> okay, see, I wish I could fall asleep like that. I, yeah, doesn't make yeah, me tired. I, I have really, I can't sleep for shit, man. Me either, I have to take medication. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want a medication, that's why I. Well, I appreciate it, dude. You know what, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hell no yeah, hate. I appreciate you having me on the podcast again. Of course, like always. man. Like always, fun. again, number five. We're going to categorize five. every single time. By the time we get to episode 100, we're going to have a celebration. Oh, that uh, let's do it. What are you going to do for the 100th episode? You have to say it right here on episode five on ooh, December 8th. Ooh, ooh, I'm, ooh, you're putting me on the spot big time. Man. I'll let you think about it if you need to think about well, yeah, it. Yeah, I need to think about it. I'll that. let you, you really think about it. I'll That's let you think about it. That's kind of a long it. time away. I really, you'll have to do a reenactment of your shock when you thought that it was your computer that was fucked up and then you realized that it was fucking time. Yeah, like you guys. So I shocked. saw you moving and I was like, okay, he's, he's, he's moving. Like, I know my computer's not fucked up. And then you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for so listening. what's next for the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast? What's I'm next so sorry for to us? cut you off. No, you're fine. So we have our um, top 20 pay-per-view countdown. 
Number Smackdown. 19, SummerSlam. Or SummerSlam of 2000. Backy down. Yeah, that's fine. SummerSlam 2000. Yes, sir. Um, And we also have, I'm really bad at promoting my shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Uh, yeah, so we have SummerSlam 2000. We have our AEW Dynamite special coming up. Um, not special, but just episode recap. It's always, um, I feel like the AEW ones are always special just because I do them. <laughs> well, the last one I did, like, I don't know. I like. I don't know. AEW's just. It's good right now, but like, I feel like WWE. Like, don't get me wrong. WWE is doing it better right now, but AEW, they they're having a lot of drama behind the scenes, so that's why it's so fun to cover the AEW. Yeah, it's Christian so likes the, the soap opera ness of it. He smiles. He gets all giddy. I've learned that about you, about the dragon. When you when you get uh, excited about something, you do a big old smile. <laughs> I do too. That's it's how awesome. you know I am. That's how you know I'm excited about something. Yes. Come on, bitch. That's what I say. Come on, bitch. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's happening. We got the Slammy Awards coming up soon, but we'll talk more about that when I have the official date. We might do a Christmas special, which I'm hoping we'll do because I'm a big Christmas fan. Why not? Oh yeah, me too. And I'd love to talk about Stacey Kubler and her Mrs. Claus outfit and the special eggnog match. Why not? Um oh, man. that would be fun to watch. Um so Yes, we'll be coming at you guys with a lot of stuff. Christian will be with us for, uh, we'll see. Maybe if he gets past episode, we'll, we'll we'll give the determining. He has like seven episodes to get through. Who's this? Ooh. Sorry, my friend just tagged me something stupid, and I'm recording. This is live. We are live, pal. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is awesome. So Christian, you are the fucking bomb. You are the fucking man, dude. I you, appreciate it, like always, dude. You rock. You rock. And I'm kind of high. Well, not really, but you're just you just rock. And it's I feel like right, when I'm around you, you, make me feel high. How about that? Is that a good? Is that a good? Uh, you know, has anyone ever said that? When I'm around you, you make me feel high. I probably heard it in a song lyric, but I don't know. Oh, really? Well, that's probably. awesome. I'm Maybe. The first... I could definitely. I could definitely okay. find that. Okay. Well, listen, I'll rock with that. You made me feel high, uh, Christian. Um, And uh, I feel, yeah, pretty cool. So, yeah, we're going to go. Before we get any more. Uh, what's, what's a good word for this? This episode, man. Outrageous. Insane spectacular the most stupendous episode that's the word in history perfect stupendous Vince man taking that stunner was not stupendous though. that wasn't stupendous that was either. terrible that was, awful. That was like, so they, bad it's really really do you take it the stunner how many times and you fucking right oh you man but if it was anyone else selling that stunner he would have <laughs> they would have got fired he looks so stupid. If Kevin Owens would have stole that son wrong, he would have got fired. Speaking of that, there's a new documentary coming out called The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon, I think, on Vice. And I Ooh, think it's okay. be like all about like his shit. So get ready okay. for that. Okay. But we are know. going to retire for the night. Do you have any last words, my friend? Hey, man. We're just going to keep killing the game. You know, you know where to find us, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You want to see your beautiful faces, I highly recommend YouTube. So, you know, we're killing the game and uh I'm excited to keep doing this and uh we'll see you see you for next next time the next episode WWF SummerSlam 2000. Yes, that's coming your way. You rock. 
you guys rock. We all rock. And for those who are about to rock, we salute you and have a good night, y'all. Bye. Peace. Later.